0: Tyson Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson
1: Fights. On AEW Dark, where they keep all the women. Okay, that's it. That's enough. I'm not doing any more. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> this was actually a good week for AEW, and it was fun, so I'm not... Was it? Was it? I mean, we'll. I guess we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the House of the Dagon, Danielle Radford. Goddamn right. <laughs> oh, I'm not Hal. You can't put that in the script and be like, Danielle's just going to do it. You want Lins-ga- me to say it? You want me to mm-hmm. say it? I'll say no. it. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> say it. But Jesus, fucking! I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, Linsgado del Calctasma. I mean, Lins-Kalk. it's a beautiful.
2: It's a beautiful name. Uh, I think I'm gonna legally change it, Julian, uh, to make everyone have name. to say it, it is. every week. It That's better wonderful. than when I um, had books released in Russia and they, they put it out as Lindsay Kelkova, which was fun. But Linsgardo oh. del Keltasma is pretty great. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm just a dumb, dumb, dummy.
1: <laughs> I think um. <laughs> we
2: found my YA
1: pseudonym. Yeah, Hal will like see those and immediately be like, oh, yeah, like, like, I'll just do it. And I'm like, no, I'm not Hal. Oh, my God. So much wrestling. Lindsay Kelk. What made you happy this week? <sighs> do you know what? Just loads Loads of stuff, <laughs> like in the ring,
2: out the ring. Let's get it out of the way. RRR is yes. wrestling. Yes, and you I mean, watch this it. is the thing. In the ring action, out the ring action, social media action, gossip. Everything wrestling made me happy this week, but nothing made me happier than the wrestling that is RRR. If you've got three hours and five minutes of your time. And I, you do. And you do. You do. Who needs that? If you, you watch Raw, you have Right? That. And in the greatest scheme of things, are you going to miss that? Like, three hours of sleep. Like, at the end of your life, are you going to be like, I wish I'd had three extra hours of sleep, or are you going to be like, I'm glad I watched R R R I I can tell you the answer,
1: and it's not the sleep one. No, and they do. They actually give you intermissions where they'll be like, oh, I guess yep. we're 40 minutes in. We can actually give people the title of the movie now. <laughs> and you don't even notice it, and you don't care. Literally, no spoilers, but, like, this is a movie about everything we love about wrestling. It's about friendship, possible betrayal. Will they be friends? Will they not be friends? Will yeah. their friendship survive what is happening? A dance sequence and yeah. punching tigers in the face and then yeah. apologizing to those tigers for punching them in the face. It's the best movie of the year. It is basically the story of a
2: tag team. Because like, even at the beginning, you're like, oh, I know which one's going to be the show, Michaels and which one's going to oh be the Gennetti. God. But then like, you're like, is it? halfway through, you're, is, is it? it? Was I right? Who where's the heel turn coming from? It's so exciting. It's the best film I've
1: watched in so long. And all the way through I just kept screaming this is wrestling. Ha- we did a trailer, the honest trailer for RRR and I just kept having to take out all the wrestling references because I was like no one knows this. No, no. one knows this. It's no pure one knows. This. And that is my life when I do honest trailers is taking out all of the wrestling references, but RRR was <laughs> it is a wrestling movie and now like I have to folks who know about Bollywood and Tollywood can you please give me more recs for movies like this the director this has is a movie two that more was movies made for... on yeah,
2: Netflix yeah this was a movie
1: that was made for Danielle
2: Radford yeah he has two more movies on Netflix uh, someone pushed me die. towards uh, that apparently are better this person was like they are better they are better movies and they're like <gasps> sequels I
1: think so Oh my god! So that's that's all I want to say about that. Okay, so now we have to get into wrestling. Wrestling is amazing. We actually wrestling like. Is so uh, good. I let's get into it. Another good week of the Triple H takeover. I guess the takeover era, <laughs> takeover era of SmackDown and Raw. Gunther, I liked thick Gunther, but also you're allowed to do whatever you want to do with your own body, and right? as long as it's exactly. your own choice, good for Gunther. Whatever Gunther wants to do, if Gunther's
2: happy. Go nuts, baby. Like, I would love to see him in a slim cut suit these days. I'm like, you know what? Go treat yourself to like a nice YSL slim cut suit and rock that. Because good for you. Good
1: for you, sir. You don't have to go to the John Cena place where he goes and gets the suits that are clearly for black pastors in Atlanta. Because that's where John Cena gets his suits. He goes and there used to be a guy in Seattle. God, I can't remember his name. I don't know if it's still going, but he used to sell those suits for like big dudes and, and people would travel from all over to go get one of those suits. And I'm convinced that that was where John Cena was going. Was like, oh, yeah, no, sure. I'm going to go get the black pastor suit. The big and tall store.
2: I love the Gunther <laughs> match. I loved that. You know, I really wanted Shinsuke to because I love Shinsuke. But I kind of love that he retained. And I kind of love that Triple H made the decision to keep his mid-card belts on the same people. And make them mm. feel important still. Love that yes. for them. Uh, obviously... I mean, I feel like there's just so much to pull out, which is nuts. Um, Hit Row coming back. This is what I was gonna I... say. I was gonna give that more yes. of a moment, but I was like, oh, let's talk about Drew just saying wrestling 25,000 times in a row.
3: I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, a superstar. We're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's just freaking wrestle. Oh,
1: wow. Alan's laid down Oh-ho. by Matt tire You know what?
3: You're no prize. But you're on let's
1: do it. oh wrestling in a wrestling ring as a wrestler use a wrestler I'm a wrestler we all wrestlers we all wrestle, like, and I'm gonna send you it, to the but...
2: hospital I'm like he's saying all the words he's saying all the words Um, <laughs> I really love that I love that Kevin Owens is the prize fighter again I love that but like when Hit Row came out
0: <laughs>
3: Hero.
4: what? Hero. oh it is Oh, my God, it is. They're back. Hit Row's here. They're back.
1: I lost it. And I feel bad because people online keep being like, OK, but you need a leader. And it's like, y'all don't understand yeah. that Top dollar. this group had been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they keep doing the OG3 symbol with their hands. Yeah. Because, like, this was the original three of Hit Row. Trips was like, Hey, that's Swerve, which was dope. I love Swerve, and I love Swerve in this, but I also am digging where he's at now Yeah, with, like, I like what he's doing now in AEW. He's bringing up big boy
2: season, and that's good for him. I love that journey for him. I love this journey for them. I am grateful to the people of the internet for revealing themselves between the group of people who kept saying, Mm. I can't wait for Vince to be gone because WWE will be so much better, and I will love it then. And the people who have just decided to make hating WWE their entire personality. Because I like wrestling. And I want all of wrestling it's to be good. It's so good. good. And same. I like to enjoy things where I find the enjoyment. I'm not going to say, I hate this because it's there. I'm going to say, hey, that was good over there this week. Or like, oh, that wasn't so great over there this week. But the people who have just just shitting on Hit Row. Because they're like, oh, these losers are back. I'm like, aren't you the same people that were complaining when they were released? <laughs> but right. now they're a bunch of losers thank you to those people for revealing themselves as people that i do not need to concern myself with no because their opinions and all opinions are valid but some opinions are trash
1: i don't block i mute you oh yeah let them scream into you. the void forever i'm like and a, a day. ghost.
2: <laughs> With a whisper on the wind. You always know when someone's saying something horrible to you on Twitter, even if you've muted them, because you just get a feeling in your blood. But uh, I don't see it, mm. so I don't care. No. I love it I when the block. little bubble comes up and says, you have a comment. And I'm like, well, I can't see it. So guess what that means?
1: Fucking, I mourned Hit Row. I think we did like two episodes in a row of me like sit and shiva for fucking Hit Row and me just like
2: hmm. because remember concerned. they first yeah. they first
1: got rid of B and B I was like first. no and I was very sad because I was like they took her out of the song she's like the best part and they all looked she very sad she sings the song who's gonna sing the song but I, I mean I remember when
2: Hit yeah who's gonna hero. do it atonal
1: Hit Row <laughs>
2: like who's gonna do that <laughs> I, I do remember when they came up and I was worried because I was like oh I don't know if they're there yet like B-Fab in particular in ring skill maybe not fucking yeah. there yet but it seems like maybe she's going to play more of a valet manager shenanigans Great. role which I fucking love a shenanigans role Scarlet's being shenanigans B-Fab's being shenanigans like the the, the
1: mixed faction yeah big love fan it. of that on the Tides love and it.
2: we love that like I'm still curious to see how that's going to pan out but I do love that WWE is bringing back
1: Local enhancement talent. <laughs> I won't use the J
2: word. It's rude.
1: Uh, no, but, that's mean. Right? That's mean. Look, we're all jobbers in our own life. Right? These
2: people are living their dreams. And I'm very pleased it's with But I do bad, think it's... And I it's, mean genuinely. I think it's a really genuinely. positive move to build up your talent. It, it's, no one has to be carrion crossed out you know it's like no one no one has to be shit on for someone else to look good i think it's really good mm-hmm. i think it's a great move for hitro i think it was a great move for the Veer mahan match to have him face enhancement talent you get to make your newbies or people that we aren't maybe quite as familiar with look might be great later. without costing anyone else
1: also if they weren't good at wrestling they wouldn't be in the ring Right,
2: I mean they're better than me. I know that. So I'll Oof. shut my I whole mean, mouth.
1: Uh... I don't even have a back. So
2: <laughs> But I'm really excited to see them back. I'm excited to see this investment in the tag team division. It's it's needed. Thank God. It's deeply yes. needed. So I'm pumped to see it. I will say, I think the thing I laughed the most at on WWE programming this week was when Dana Brooke came out with the 24 7 title and they were like, this match does not involve the title. I'm like, is that not the whole point of the 24 7 title? Is it always is the on point? the line? And Triple H said, 24 7 title, I don't know her. Who's she? Ignored it completely. Yeah, he was like, have it, babes. No one gives a fuck. Dakota doesn't want it. Keep it away from Dakota.
1: Yes. He meme <laughs> me-, me-, me memed that thing where he was like, yeah. ooh, the ghetto. The yeah. get out! I don't know her. Ooh, he, he called literally, that title a white fridge. Uh, this is a reference for, like, three people.
2: He posted the Demi Lovato meme. He was like, stay away from her, get a job at the 24-7 <laughs> title when it, when it looked at Dakota Kai. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. get away from her, get a job. He does not want it anywhere near his babies. And I, I can't fault him for it. Um, and also, it looks great on Dana Brooke. She looks good with an accessory, so...
1: She does, and It was she a fun match. Looks good with accessory.
2: It was fun. Everything's fun. The Usos killing everyone is fun. Sami Zayn running away like a bad baby is fun. Not literal bad baby. It's no, because we're gonna. Fun. I'm gonna put him over
1: for something later. Or a bad bunny. I'm gonna put him over for something later. So it's Excellent. fine. Excellent. Our best friend. And so AEW. I, I man, I know that they're going through like maybe some growing pains right now. Like right? show me that smile again.
4: First off, time. My sentiments device. exactly. Now, on to the important things. That's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit. Wow. A little bit of advice, and I suggest you take. The apology must be as loud and as public as the disrespect.
1: I. Oof. <laughs> I mean. Don't give another minute. Like I just, I need you. I need you all to 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 stop losing your smile. I know that's what's happening. We could be getting worked, and I like being worked.
2: Right? I assume everything in wrestling is a work until I know otherwise. With Mm. AEW, I just think because we know so little, we it's wild, right? Because we know everything, but we know nothing. Whereas in WWE, I feel like we have a general idea of how things work right like we mm-hmm. have a better idea of how that machine operates mm-hmm. it's going through changes right now but broadly we understand the machine aw is still a baby aw is still going through its growing pains we do not know what is real we do not know what is a work right we never will also we never will wrestling fans stop trying to find out because this is part of the fun i've been following all of these shenanigans Because I saw the opening, uh, sort of half an hour of dynamite before I had to go do some stuff this week. This week, and the punk, his you know latest pipe bomb. We can stop calling it that; it's dumb. But his latest promo, I was slack. I was Cletus the slack Yokel. I was like, is he really gonna say these things? Well, I mean, I'm always like stop. Just stop talking about the other place. You don't care about it, remember? And the Hangman stuff really shocked me, yes. and I couldn't tell if it was real or not. And I'm like, oh, at first, my first reaction was he's just trying to get heal heat because they're trying to mm-hmm. heal him up for this match with Moxley. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just kind of fell between two stools. Like the crowd weren't sure what it was because Hangman didn't mm-hmm. come out. I think that's right, what made which it is difficult. What, yeah,
1: y- you mentioned someone. Who yeah. all of us wanted to win the belt, and then maybe didn't get the run that a lot of us think he deserved. Yeah, and then you just let it go, and now you're like, oh, by the way, I'm just gonna dunk on Moxley for a bit, which is like, of course you do, because Mox is like one of the top talents in the industry, let alone your company.
4: John Moxley has always been number two. There's always that guy that has his number. I'm that guy. Hey, you can boo if you want, but let me know when I'm telling lies. John Moxley is the third best guy in his own group. And that seems to be a recurring theme in his career.
2: It was smart dumping. It was good. But it was weird that there was so much WWE reference. Like, he referenced John Cena. Or he referenced Eddie Guerrero. He referenced The Shield. I, I, from punk, I guess I don't. I'm a hypocrite. I didn't hate it. Oh, uh, see, I, I, just, I just want them to stop talking about it. Like, I just need AEW to just, like, pretend it doesn't exist. That's why I can't get behind <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society because the whole point of it hangs on shitting on the other place. And I'm like, just just leave it. Like, everyone's better than this. But the, the punk thing that really shot me was The Hangman. And then when I saw the fallout online and I saw Eddie Kingston call him the C-word, <laughs> which I won't say. Oh, my God. <laughs> But he called yeah. him and he did not ask Strick that. He just said, Of course, the C word said stuff about me when I wasn't there. To call a co-worker the c-word on the internet um i've only done it once uh no i'm joking i've said it so many times
1: look i i, I have definitely called people a see you next tuesday right in it's, a group chat and yeah. then
2: i'm reading all this stuff that it's all circles around colt cabana friend of the pod obviously and friend that it all pod, yeah. goes there that it's that he was going to be released because he's no longer in the dark order and he's not on television and then that tony moved him over to ring of honor instead mm-hmm. because obviously separation of church and state one being punk one being <laughs> cult. I know which is my church one being and it ain't Phil
1: right?
2: uh, but you gotta keep the babies apart you gotta keep the babies apart And
1: oh poor Julian it's like what am I having to beep right now
2: I think we don't know but uh, I, if it is that people are pissed off at Punk because of the cult of it all I can understand it and if that is the issue here which again we just do not know, we don't know. someone the boss maybe needs to control this and get it in hand. Uh, and I think this is a problem I've seen in various workplaces when you have a boss that wants to be your friend and not the boss. <laughs> I understand from a business perspective, punk is a better business bet than cult. Like if I was running a business and they were like, you have to have one guy or the other. I'm like, well, one guy is going to make me a lot more money than the other guy, even though I really like the other guy. But Mm -hmm. Tony's everyone's friend, right? Tony's not that guy. Tony's everyone's buddy. He picked Colt because he loves Colt and everyone loves Colt. But if people are saying you have to pick one or the other and he's going to pick the other, he's going to have to deal with not being popular for two minutes. And, you know, this is why the authority was such a good heel stable in WWE because people (laughs) don't like their boss. And someone at AW... Regardless of this moment or a future moment or other rumors of backstage tension that we've heard about, someone is going to have to be the boss. Someone's going to have to make unpopular decisions and put their foot down. Someone's going to have to be mean mommy. And no one wants to be mean mommy. Everyone wants to be weekend dad. So Everyone wants
1: to be weekend dad.
2: Right? Everybody wants to take you to the zoo and give you candy. And I... Oh, gosh. We got to bring in that lady who comes in and teaches people how to be parents. Super nanny. You're going to have to bring in super super nanny. nanny. It's super nanny Nanny. (laughs) AEW. That'll be the Thursday night show AEW super nanny.
1: But uh, on the other hand, we did have like look. Kenny came back, which was Kenny came back. Delighted, I loved it, and Kenny can sell so hard that I was literally like, "Did he come back too soon? Is he gonna die?" I know. Um, I mean, he knows his. (laughs) I mean, he knows his body better than I do, and that is the thing that I have to let go and let God when it comes to. It was the same thing with Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson, I have to let go and let God and assume that people know their own body better than I do. But I really God enjoyed damn.
2: the Brian Danielson Daniel Garcia match, the, the Daniel Daniel yes. Bowl 2022 <laughs> part two. Um, yes. But I did chuckle immediately when they started bleeding after All of the jokes everyone has been making about everyone bleeding all week. The internet has been rife. Even Punk made a joke about it in his promo,
1: joking at Moxley. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we mean for talking about how much they bleed too much, even though everyone else has been saying it all week? Right. And yet they they both bled. They both
2: bled. (laughs) Who knew that we would be vindicated by CM Punk? Well, as his friend, close personal pal as noted young lady noted young lady noted Lindsay young York. lady
1: Went to uh, yeah.
2: I like to think we're on, a, so. we're on one level where we have the same mind apart from where it comes <laughs> to Mr. Colt Cabana but I mean that's also uh, my pitch to a new CBS uh, sitcom which is, <laughs> like it, you know Kevin could go fuck himself got cancelled so Phil can go fuck himself <laughs> coming to TNT later this fall and it is just me telling CM Punk all the reasons why he can go fuck himself over and over and over for about 24 well, minutes 24 minutes it's not an hour long it's not an hour long. Phil,
1: Phil, she gave me a uh, a, a pig of your face. That doesn't sound <laughs> better. It, it's a, it's a, 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 it's fine. I love him. It's he knows cute. I love him. But he when it comes to him.
2: CM Punk or Colt Cabana, who amongst us
1: is going to choose Phil? So to wrap up the, this section of the podcast, NXT now no longer NXT UK. Now it is NXT Europe, which... Um, yeah. We're taking over <laughs> Europe again, baby. <laughs> the British Empire's back. <laughs> Look. Fuck you and your Brexit.
2: Look, yeah, yeah. We uh, Triple H again, Brexit, I don't know her. He just does not care for current events anymore. <laughs> he just is going for what he's going for. It felt very uh it felt very triple R, right? You know, like let's throw some blood over the British Empire. Oh my god. Calling it NXT UK was kinda was kinda dumb anyway. But it had a really great, like, logo with a lion. So I liked that. Yeah. But I'm excited to see a revamp. I'm excited to see where it goes. Sad for the guys that got let go. Uh, we don't yes, like to see always, people lose their always. jobs. But, you know, this is a great time to be a wrestler. So go out there and do wonderful things. Flash Morgan Webster, Mark
1: Andrews, uh, and the other ones. Uh, who's wrestling. Better than less wrestling. Even if you don't like some of the wrestling that's happening... Your favorite wrestlers are getting paid, and they're happy, and they're stoked about it. It's amazing. Also, I recently rewatched Pitch Perfect for no good reason, and good for you, CJ. If you've got any thoughts this week in wrestling, you can tell us about them on our Facebook group. Plus, you can hear more about what we thought about wrestling on our Twitter pages. Mostly Tights and Fights, mostly uh, at Tights Fights, mostly Julian, given folks that work. Oh, he be getting salty and spicy. It is real good. He is literally the kettle corn of wrestling. Um, (laughs) Find links to those in our show notes. And when we come back, hey, guess what? Wrestling in Los Angeles. That's up next on Tights and Fights. We've got
2: breaking news from our friends at Soylent. For years, food
1: was thought only to be possible with items you left your house to purchase. That's right, Lindsay. Driving out to a store, waiting in lines, paying for unhealthy drive-in food. Truly a nightmare of inconvenience. Absolutely correct, Danielle. But now there's a brand
2: new way that is healthy, tasty, and delivered right to your door. I've become a witch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> you got it, Lindsay. It's Soylent. Get your curated order in healthy squares or delicious drinks like the Soylent complete meal. And you've gotten to give it. <clears throat> Why am I now doing Mid Atlantic? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. And you've gotten to give this a taste, right, Lindsay?
2: Exactly right, Danielle. I'm a 1940s newspaper girl, and I'm going to start saying things like this. Lickety split. Got to get this right. It's tasty, ready-to-drink, plant-based shake with tons of protein in great flavors like chocolate, vanilla, mint, strawberry, and more. And the only thing better than convenient and delicious food is getting it for a discounted price. Isn't that right, Danielle?
1: Uh, You're my girl Friday. Sorry, out of character. You have overloaded the maximum correctness, Lindsay. Go to Soylent.com slash tights and use the promo code tights to get 20% off your first order. That's Soylent.com slash tights and promo code T-I-G-H-T-S. Extra Extra All Ships at Sea for 20% off your first order.
2: Who'd have thought you'd be so correct, Danielle? And look out for mine and Danielle's remake of The Thin Man coming in 2023.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, we should make the apartment though. That's later, but we should. We should though. We should rewrite the apartment.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Ella McLeod. And I'm Alexis B. Preston. And we host a show called Comfort Creatures, the show for every animal lover, be it a creature of scales, six legs, fur, feathers, or fiction.
1: Comfort Creatures is a show for people who prefer their friends to have paws instead of hands. Unless they are raccoon hands, that is okay. That is absolutely okay, yeah. Yes. Every Thursday, we'll be talking to guests about their pets, learning about pets in history, art, and even fiction. Plus, we'll discover differences between pet ownership across the pond. It's going to be a hoot on Maximum
3: Fun.
0: Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites.
1: Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelk. I nearly said
2: Del Fantasma, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Next time. Lindsay no, Kelk, Del Fantasma. Yeah, Kelkasma. I already fucked up. So we're not using that. I've changed my mind. Next. Also, I'm not changing my passport. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking... You've got to go down the office. <laughs> I'd have to go to the DMV. I'm not going to the DMV and the passport office. Look, I'm you a did lazy a lot woman. of work to
1: be American. Yeah. <laughs>
2: did I, They made me take a test. I had to Ugh. stand in line
1: for ages. I wouldn't pass that test.
2: I had to go to the convention center and look at that orange gimp that we had as, as champion. As champion. <laughs> he
1: was our champion. champion. champion.
2: Everything He's is wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like Pulp Fiction and they let him out the back room to like
1: basically fuck us all. It was awful. Ugh. It was just awful. I'm sorry. Now it's time to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. <laughs>
0: Anal bleeding. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, Holy shit!
1: WWE. Dynamite. I love Kane. Kane Knox
0: on a hard-fought victory.
1: Live house. What? God, it's just never not good. In case you haven't heard, WrestleMania is coming to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles this April. WWE had a fun preview event at the show that was free for fans and media to attend. And guess what? We're media. That's us. I don't <laughs> we're know media how. We did and it. fans. We're, we're yeah. feedia. <laughs> we're or feedia. Feedia. Julian worked his magic um, to get us into SoFi Stadium for this moment. Lindsay Kelk, was this yes. your first time at SoFi? It was my first time at SoFi,
2: and it was a very, very beautiful stadium. I have been to a bunch of them uh, in various countries. And a bunch of WrestleManias. And I i have to say, this is my favorite stadium. I have been in uh, for wrestles or for baseballs. I've seen baseballs in various
1: places too. Mm. But this is my Just ones. It's beautiful. I have never been on like the yard lines. I've been in stadiums. But yeah. obviously being on the field of a stadium yeah. is like a whole different animal. I so kept I get calling on their- it a pitch and Jeff got very angry with me. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't <laughs> matter. It's all the same shit. Um, I literally, y'all saw me, I FaceTimed my pops and was like, hey, pops, your daughter's on the 20-yard line of SoFi Stadium. Bra, 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 and he was like why are you playing on my phone and i was like oh sorry <laughs> sir who 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 uh because he's in the military he wasn't military um so but but no he, he was very much like I'm so proud of you, baby, but we're really busy right now. And I'm like, okay, but do you not? Okay, bye. I was on the 20-yard line of a fucking stadium. It was so dope. Um, And so they had some matches. They had some promos. They had some merch. I didn't buy any because, like, I have to be selective with merch these days. Um, We got to hang out with a bunch of marks on the field. Yeah, how was it? How fun. was it being on the field? Other than Jeff being like, "It's not a pitch," which is like, who cares? I
2: love <laughs> I look Jeff. Forward,
1: I look forward to taking cares? him to
2: any sporting event in the UK and being like, "Well, Jeff, it's not a field; it's a pitch." Uh, because like, <laughs> if that's the biggest problem that both of our countries have right now, what a magical time to be in! I'm a little anxious around crowds.
1: Hard same. So I mm-hmm. didn't
2: massively love being around that many people, but it felt nice. And it the, the great thing about the stadium. Um, I'm just blowing up the stadium. I'm just like gonna be its hype goal f- for today is it mm. feels really open yes. even because we came in through some terrifying back entrance and down elevators and whatever um we went we got to the see
1: entrance that the football players go
2: yeah for. we saw how the sausage is made and we were brought in by a lady and it was all very exciting we saw the inner workings of the stadium but when when we left we had to we had to go out through the common people entrance i mean with just the normal people <laughs> And then we had to walk, what, like a mile to at, get to where it was. pick us a mile to find an Uber, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure they'll have fixed that by the time Mania rolls around. But I, it, it, but I think, my point is it felt very open as you were leaving. It, it, it feels like you're rarely enclosed. You're only ever inside four walls for like mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love how outdoors it feels. It feels a little bit like the city in uh, Guardians 1, you know? Okay, I was like,
1: oh, I'm expecting
2: Glenn Close to pop up and be like, look after this. Cinder, right? Yeah, okay. I don't know, Danielle. I watched it one time. I don't need to see it again. That's
1: <sighs> my job to know. I wish it wasn't. I wish it wasn't. No, I don't <laughs> wish it wasn't. I I actually love that this is my job. I'm like the luckiest person in the world. But I have to sound harried and like, ugh. It's so hard for me to get paid to be a nerd. No, it's like the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. And thirteen year old Danielle would be doing backflips right now if I was ever capable of doing backflips. 2022, not-
2: Danielle. You're not allowed to enjoy your job. That's
1: that's that's <laughs> a law. That's a law. I like Dodger Stadium. But every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, if I trip, I'm going to
2: die. It's a living panic attack. I, I, I mentioned this to you guys. I said this to you when we were at SoFi. Mm-hmm. I'd been to Dodgers Stadium last week to a baseball um, game, not a match game.
1: Jeff, I'm going to murder you with my own hands.
2: Honestly. And getting up to our seats, I just was having a meltdown because it's too many people in too narrow a corridor. It feels and then the very steep seating. I Once I'm in my seat, I'm fine, but I don't enjoy being in a stadium getting stressed out. SoFi does not feel like mm-hmm. that. SoFi felt really nice. All of the seats are good. A couple of our listeners messaged me and said, like, hey, I'm in this section. Do you think it will be good? And I was like, I'm pleased to confirm to you that
1: it will. So I felt way more like, sorry, buds, uh, felt more like Safeco. Like, going into Dodgers, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not joking. I've not When I there. say that, if I, I think, literally, that. when I'm in Dodger Stadium, I feel like, okay, there are only certain degrees I can lean forward. Because if I lean too hard, I'm just going to fall down. <laughs> the full Humpty Dumpty. It is the full Humpty Dumpty. And I like my crown. I would like to not... Right. Break it,
2: and I can't guarantee that all the king's soldiers and all the king's men will be around at Dodger Stadium. Like almost I don't certainly think they won't will. be. Almost no, c- unless it, that's what the helicopter is spinning around all the time. <laughs> like we've seen you
1: stop showing off. <laughs> <laughs> so, which moment were you super into? Obviously, uh, I, I will never stop talking about this. <laughs> I got to watch Becky Lynch Crip walk. She
2: tried so hard, and I thought that was really cute. I really yeah. love that for her, especially. Imagine having to crip walk with Snoop Dogg and Bianca Belair, and they're like, "Do this," and she's game. She's game to try. Do you know what I mean? Good for her. And and your shoulders
1: still all busted up.
2: Yeah, and it's but a full body her. movement. It might not look like it is, but it's a full body movement. You guys, look like, if you if
1: you watch Serena do it, it's a full body <laughs> it's movement. It's a
2: full body. I respected her for it. I mean, obviously, my favorite parts, because I'm a spiteful baby, were the special secret inside parts that we got to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I did see, I did notice when we were leaving, like, Dominic Mysterio was just stood by the merch stand, just stood there signing stuff for people and taking photos. And that's a rarity. Like, you don't get that with many people these days, and especially not with the wrestlers and... He wasn't behind a table. He wasn't surrounded by security. He was just there, hanging out, signing stuff, being a nice guy. And I thought that was really lovely
1: for everyone. I we shit on the Dominic a lot. human. We like, shit on him a lot. He was incredibly nice, and now I feel bad. Am I going to stop shitting on him? I don't know, man. I'm going to get these jokes off. I'm not going to go that far. I don't feel bad, but it's like I am prepared to
2: say he seems like a really good human being uh, as a person. Yeah, that doesn't change what I'm gonna say. Separate about the, the art from the artist. <laughs> separate the art from the artist. We're separating church and state. We're separating art from artists. <laughs> this is <a> separation <laughs> the separation episode. This is an yes. episode where we just sever things in two. Next it will be cats and butts. You can't you can't separate cats and butts. Oh
1: no, we're not no. ever gonna separate cats and butts. No. Or cats are we separating and and the magical best friends from our art? It's never right, happen. exactly. Uh but I I just really enjoyed it. I thought it
2: was well organized. Um well I thought the outside part was well organized organized. I won't speak to the media part because that no one wants to know how badly organized that
1: was. But we did get to talk to like a bunch of people. We got to talk cuz we're us, so we were just like giving them silly stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I've done a bunch of these
2: before. I I've, I've been to uh, media yes. events at WrestleMania, at SummerSlam, and the way it usually works is you go in a room and there's a bunch of media there, podcasts, print media, TV, Whatever, everyone is in a room and they sit you down at a little table and it says what outlet you are and then they just bring the talent around and you get sort of five minutes, ten minutes to ask Mm -hmm. them basically all the same questions, which is what happens at all of these things. So I thought rather than do that, because that's boring, Mm -hmm. we would reach out to the Nation of Conversation, ask them what questions they would like to ask the wrestlers, Mm -hmm. as well as answer a few of my own burning questions that I've always wondered And instead of asking them, are they excited to be in LA? Are they excited for WrestleMania? What match are they most looking forward to? And literally I heard like every other person in the room ask them the exact same questions. And it was those questions. I think one person was like, are you excited to eat tacos in L.A.? And they were all like, yeah.
1: Tacos are fucking dope. Like, right? what am I supposed Journalism to say? Journalism
2: 101. Never ask a question that could be answered with yes or no. I, I, I was, I'm not even a journalist, really. And I was mad we at those you We are not people. journalists.
1: I mean, technically no. we are interviewers because we both do that for a living. But like, we're no. <laughs> we're media.
2: We're media. That's We're fan feedia. media. But so,
1: yeah, we asked some fun questions to get to know our faves. Yeah. And so here's us talking to Nikki A.S.H., I love that. Hi, guys.
2: Hi. We're so excited to be talking to you. Um, I want to give you some warning in advance. We asked our listeners to give us some questions, and they did. Oh,
3: dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs>
2: we have some excellent listeners, some excellent questions. They
1: actually are really friendly people, and they like they want to know things about you oh. as a person. I'm, in, I'm excited the and intrigued. One. Fire
3: away. The first one is the most important one. Of course. What's your favorite sandwich? Favorite sandwich? Tuna melt. My do. You get some tuna, My you excuse get some me. cheese, you toast that in a panini. If you want you can stick mayonnaise, but you really don't need mayonnaise. Tuna melt panini. Do you F with a tomato? I'm not against a oh. tomato this is this is where I, we part ways like i am not against it i'm not for it i'm not against it if it's there i'll eat it i'm not going to fight it i'm not going to throw it in the trash if it is there i'll eat it do i go out of my way i mean not really i, I don't think you really need a tomato or tomato tomato tomato. I mean,
1: literally i all i need in the world is a um i don't even need it to be grilled i need a tuna fish sandwich a little bit of mayo
3: two white pieces of bread some That's like layers chips that's what you. That's it, baby. That's so it. Chips. Now, sun-dried tomatoes. I quite. Oh, I don't mind. I will. Right, I will go okay. with some sun-dried tomatoes. All sun-dried, all right. yeah. I'll go with that. It's very nice. Not nigella. too many. One like or two it. on a tuna melt. I'm not going to lose sleep over. I'm not going to take that hard. I fancied it up, and I like it. Gossied <laughs> that right
2: up. Um, favorite wrestle pet. So any wrestler that you know that has a pet is
3: eligible here. Favourite wrestle pet? Favourite wrestle pet, favourite wrestle pet. Sarah, Sarah Rowe, she wrestled as Crazy Mary Dobson on The Independence and she wrestled as Sarah Logan um, in WWE. I recently just spent time at her farm and got introduced to her Jersey cows. And jersey her jersey, cows, oh, they're so furry. They're so, they were so furry, so soft, very calming, very friendly, very affectionate. So I'm going to have to say Sarah Low, Sarah Rose Jersey Cows. The first wrestle cow. I'm really excited about it. First, first, cow. Cow. Good, first wrestle cow. She also has a really awesome re- uh, rescue pup called Roach, and you know Roach is an amazing dog as well. So. Roach, Ro. Sarah, Sarah Ro for the
2: for the animal pet one. Love it. If you could insert yourself into any WrestleMania match in history, any match, which one would it be?
3: Mickey James versus Trish Stratus. Yo. Yeah, that was I one, of it. Ma- one of my all-time favourite women's match one of my all-time favourite matches at WrestleMania. And if I could insert myself in any match, it would be that one. Because it had such an amazing story leading into it. It was it was tremendous. I loved it. I think the ladies absolutely killed it that night and like I said the storyline leading up to it was one of my all-time favorites. Amazing. Um, I feel like you're very popular, so we're not going to keep you forever, but very important did question you, last. Did you always say something?
1: I felt like I cut you off. No, 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 no. I was just very excited because <laughs> I also want to see you in that match. I am very, look, we we want to see all of the dough. We, like, we want to see more evolution. Yeah, 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 We want to see another evolution. Oh, that'd like, be
2: amazing. <laughs> I'm going to keep rudely cutting Danielle off, otherwise we will just keep you. <laughs> will, so yeah. like, let's the three of us just sit and chat. <laughs> <laughs> but very important question. You have to pick two WWE superstars from
3: all time to join you in a zombie survival team. Who is it? Survival zombie team. Has to be Hurricane Helms and Mighty Morley.
4: Like, it has to be. Come on. You
3: know, zombies versus superheroes. We'd be fine. We would walk off, shake off. It would be like Shaun of the Dead up in there. We'd hole up in the Winchester. (laughs) We'd be fine. But no, I need Hurricane Helms. I need Mighty Molly if I'm going to fight some zombies. I honestly want to see that movie in that short. I don't know why
1: anyone hasn't taken all of the superheroes of WWE (laughs) and made a short five-minute movie on YouTube that I could watch over and over and over. Hey, we are in
3: Hollywood. You know, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. April 1st and 2nd, WrestleMania 39. So, who knows? We could, we could. Zombies versus superheroes. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you, guys. Thank it was you. wonderful yeah. talk it to talk to you guys. It was so nice to meet, you. Yeah. to meet
1: you guys. And then here we are talking to Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, <sighs> The Street Profits. Oh, my God. They're so hot.
5: All right. <laughs>
1: um, so, my first thing is.
5: You want to switch? Go here. Well, the, the,
1: well, no. The first thing that I want to know, because right, this is audio, but we'll take a picture for sure. Oh. No. Who made your cup? Uh, So actually, I have
6: a few of them. Uh Uh, My wife made one of them. And this one was actually a gift to us by a young lady out east. And uh, she sent this to us as just a gift. And said, hey, you guys, just take this out on the road. Show the world. We love you. We love the Street Profits. The Street Profits are the greatest tag team Uh. of all time. I didn't say it they said it. Well, she said it because she's right. And she made a fantastic cup for both of us. That's
1: fantastic. Love everything. So we asked our
2: listeners for some questions because we figured you get a lot of the same questions. Right, right. And we were like, what do the listeners really want to know? What do the fans want to know? What's in their mind? And they told us what they wanted to know. And the first question is the most important question. So I want you to take it like really seriously and give it some real thought. What's your favorite sandwich? <laughs> I know. It's a mine. Is, lot mine, is,
6: mine is mine is very simple, very cliche. I'm not a very complicated person, but a very good peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I can put some two percent milk or regular vitamin. What's it, what's is it vitamin? I wish vitamins milk. Vitamin D. But you know what's vitamin? The vitamin, the calcium. You know all that stuff that goes well, in our bodies that goes. we need.
1: Look, we have beautiful dark skin, and if you are dark skinned, you have to have vitamin D. Yeah, it's actually yeah. like a thing. That's why, why I'm just vitamin cause D. Because our, our, our beautiful, our beautiful melanin doesn't process the vitamin D. Was, you, you got Vitamin it, yeah, D. Yeah. I
6: figured it. I we have some good milk, uh, and I can either have that or I can that's have good. chocolate milk, so I can like flip flop. And uh, uh, it's crunchy, a very easy to
1: make too. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter?
6: Smooth. I don't like all the mess. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, you don't like mess. And sometimes like when I make it, you, you know. You like I got, it when it's smooth. Yeah, I like I like sometimes when I make it I don't I have to make it for three other people. So the up yeah. better, you yeah, know. What yeah, I'm saying? yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, well, three other people. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. What what do the babies like? What do the kids like? They
6: like the same thing, but they also like spaghetti, so it's not really a sandwich. Oh so, yeah. but if they could put spaghetti and a sandwich they would probably eat that so <laughs> i'll probably say spaghetti with garlic sandwich. bread
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean that's not not a sandwich is it like spaghetti and garlic bread it's not not a sandwich yeah, if you
0: put the garlic or spaghetti be between the garlic bread then it becomes a sandwich
1: yeah they know what's good
0: what is your favorite sandwich oh uh, my favorite sandwich you know what I like making a good sub when I'm at the crib.
1: Yo, all right. Tell me what's in your sub. I need to know because I have a good sub recipe. Okay, okay. I got it from the TikTok.
0: The TikTok, okay, okay, (laughs) okay. So me, get a nice little uh, 12-inch dill wheat bread. Yes, sir. Slice it open. Yes, sir. Get some turkey slices on there. Mm. Put some little bacon on there. Um, Got some pickles, tomatoes. All right. uh, Spinach.
1: Spinach. spinach i use that instead of like loose leaf lettuce yep. because i uh, look i'm very like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> i want i i, I just I, I i want if you're fine to the finish you need to eat that spinach
0: right, and, and then like you
6: see what happened to papa wonders for him right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then i have grippo's a cincinnati chip that i love very All dearly right. and i put them on top of everything smash the bread together Crunch wow Amazing! Oh, some some, tr- no, um, some really southwest hungry. chipotle sauce.
2: Ooh, specific, and I appreciate that. One more question: If you had to pick two other WWE superstars, any era, to be on your zombie survival team, who is it?
6: Wait, we got to pick
0: two. You each? can have
2: two each. You can Three. have two each. We're gonna be generous. Oh, okay. The zombies are after you, so go nuts.
6: For me, it would have to be. Bianca Belair, because she would probably scare everybody, and the Undertaker, because we can use him as like a pose. Like they would nice. probably look at him and be like, "Oh, he's already dead, so we're not gonna mess with him." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we would just use him like and then it. run. You know, he he's part of the squad. Yeah. Would like yeah. use him. That's yeah. not a bad thing. No, he's, he's part of the team. No, everybody cheese. has their role, you know. Mm-hmm. And his role would be obviously to, you know, do the damage, but also, you know, he's already dead, so they'd be like, you know what? We ain't gonna mess with them. And then we'll just stand there and pretty much be dead too, you know. Poor scarecrows. You know, (laughs) me,
0: gotta go Undertaker, but for a different reason. He'll be able to control them. very
6: true. It's mine. Because he controls the Thunder, so he can control them. See, they
0: really want to get out of hand and uh, bring back his brother, Kane.
1: Oh! Fire. Wow. Y'all are so good at like like it's the game. Best it's not it's ever. not it's not just it's not just the uh, yeah. physical. No. Yeah. it's the mental.
6: Exactly. It's here, this see, is
0: normal people be right picking here. who
6: they want to
1: kick yeah. it with. Some people be like Brock no. Lesnar, yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. Randy Orton. No, nah, you gotta. We thinking survival. We yeah. trying to live.
2: Gotta come exactly. out of the box. Gotta come out of the box. Literally, yeah. if you're the Undertaker, like live. right out of that box, perfect. <laughs> so, like, well, when it's time most-
0: to fight these zombies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd rather have them than you know. You gotta do Old your business. Because you know they're The yeah.
1: zombies. <laughs> they come in and all them dudes are like, "That's my homie. Exactly. I'm not messing with nobody else. Exactly. That's my dude." Rock
6: has said his whole career, you have to know your role exactly. and shut your mouth.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much, gentlemen. We really appreciate it. I just want to talk about how incredibly hot the street. It's not, I, can't I don't want to objectify them because that's rude. But I think I'm it's gonna. really important that I'm we put some respect them. on Angelo Dawkins' hotness because I, for sure, have always been dazzled by the Montez Ford of it all of on course, TV. Yes. And I've seen them live before. I've seen them at a live event. And, and I just didn't really... Angelo Dawkins is great, but Montez was the star, right? Like, he's the one that mm. seems to draw the eye and draw the attention. He's very charismatic in the ring. He's got his moves. His dance moves are very sharp, and I'm always going to be drawn to a sharp dance move. But stood face to face talking to them. Oh. I just want to say, Angelo Dawkins is one of the most handsome men I've ever seen. A fucking Ever seen. Me and Julian were both, like, having a little bit of a meltdown. He is so pretty. I'm going to tag Julian in on this and make him back this (laughs) up. How beautiful (laughs) is that man?
4: We both agreed that I think that the double headband look does not do him it's much justice fair. on television. So I'm, I think it's time to get rid of it. I think it's, it's if he's like you know they're teasing Street Profits doing things on their own every once in a while. So go on ahead and yeah. just let's, let's play with the look a little he's bit. He's hiding
2: there. his light under a bushel of headbands.
3: And it's not. <laughs> Never okay. had your light under a
4: bushel. And I thought maybe he has a bad hairline, but nope. It
1: it's a confused. fantastic, yeah. Beautiful yeah. That's what I eyes. Like
2: genuinely beautiful man. And I, I'm i saying this both <laughs> respectfully and disrespectfully. because
1: <laughs> See, I'm looking if I were, respectfully, you know, but am I looking
2: respectfully? If I were a different I'm corner of the internet. am looking respectfully because
1: I don't want Bianca Belair to beat the shit out of me. Right. So. <laughs> if
2: I were a different corner of the internet, I would be asking him to stand on my neck, etc. But I'm not that. I'm a married lady who respects I'm single. His work.
1: That's true. Stand on my neck. Angelo Dawkins, um, stand on Danielle's neck. <laughs> stand on my neck. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> speaking of our very sweet, very kind young boy, we had to conclude one of the wildest sagas in Tights and Fights history. This is a real thing. This is very real. Does Dominic Mysterio remember buying a handheld gaming system in Seattle a million fucking years ago?
2: Good
1: to meet you. I'm Lindsay from Tights & Fights. Hi. Danielle Radford,
2: Tights & Fights. We have a very important question that we have to ask you. <laughs> oh, please. It's, it's pretty deep. It goes pretty deep into Tights & Fights uh, law. Okay.
1: So, I'm going to just hand over to Danielle because she's the one to do this. So, a million years ago in Seattle, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. I used to work at Electronics Boutique. Okay. I sold you... I I don't remember if it was a, um, Nintendo DS or if it was a PSP, but it, it, it's one of those things that's like stood in my memory. Um, and it's like a weird piece of tights and fights lore. I just want to know, do you still have it? And what was the first game you played on (laughs) it?
5: So honestly, it could have been either one of those because I love my PSPs and I love my Nintendo DS. I still carry my Switch with me everywhere I go to this day. But um, I believe the first game I played on my PSP was FIFA because that's the one Eddie Guerrero gave me. Um, oh. Right before he uh, passed away, after our angle and everything, he I, I remember that's when the PSP was popular and it had yeah. just come out, and he had given me a FIFA for it. And for the Nintendo, it was always uh, Super Mario.
1: I'm pretty sure that's the one I sold you. I'm sorry. I just remember because like your pops and your mom came up and it was busy. I think it might've been during WrestleMania 19 weekend. Um, And so if you know anything about like kind of the area that um, Seattle, like that area, it was a small area. Mm. And yeah, so like that's one of those things that's always been like, I was like, that dude, I sold that dude. (laughs) I sold that dude his first. And obviously I'm I'm Mark, but but so it's one of those things where every time I'm like, I sold him. His first
5: portable! <laughs> and you did. And I'm I, you know what? I have, I'm sure I still have it somewhere because all of my Nintendos and my PSPs are in a box somewhere in my parents' house. So I know it's in there somewhere.
2: This is, this is such an important moment for the podcast. <laughs> Proven, proven correct (laughs) to verified facts. What are you playing on the Switch right now? Because I know they're going to ask us.
5: Uh, So right now I've been playing Crash Bandicoot and uh, Spyro. And Mm. I've been also playing, of course, Mario Kart. I can't get off of Mario Kart.
2: Anything you're excited for coming out soon?
5: I've honestly been so busy I don't know what's coming (laughs) out soon. But as soon as I, I... I'm one of those guys that if I go into Target or if I go into, if video games are nearby, I'm going to go and look and see what's new. So if I see something new, I'm probably going to grab it.
1: Do you have a stream deck? What's that? A steam deck. deck. Thank you, Julian. Uh, Do you have a steam deck? So
5: probably
1: Uh, not. Well, you'll get one. (laughs) Should I? Yeah, they're amazing. And there's a game on there where you can pretend to be a stray cat.
5: I probably need to get it then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He pretended he did i don't think he did but he was very much like oh i'm gonna play along because i'm a nice boy i think
2: he did i think you're downplaying it i thought it was a beautiful interaction (laughs) that sweet sweet baby was so respectful he had fear in his eyes he had fear in. i won't lie he had fear in his eyes at both of us throughout i'm quite tall um but he was he was very into it he was happy to talk gaming um i love that sweet baby i thought he took it with like a
1: lot of good yes. grace. He took it with I a lot of good look, grace. More than anything in the world, I want to see his ass beat by Rhea Ripley. I just oh, do. Deeply. It is one of my and favorite I, things in the world.
2: And I think we were respectful enough to not say that to his face because he was respectful to us, so we were respectful to him. But yeah, I didn't mention difference his Difference between... I didn't mention his very
1: skinny jeans. It is 2022. It's 2022. It's time to move difference on. Difference between character and person and the person of Dominic Mysterio. Angel. That... That Angel boy baby. is a sweetheart. These folks are performers. They're actors. And the people that irritate the shit out of us on screen have nothing to do with the humans. They actually are. Because every single most person of the we time. met. So it's a little asterisk Most there. of the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's asterisk that. Because sometimes they are complete pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, it's Hulk Hogan's birthday. And I was like, who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> Oh, he made it to another one. Boo. <laughs> like, Boo. Chance uh, celebrate. Hopefully you guys are going to come over here to our side of the United States of America for Wrestlemania in just a year or whatever we would love to have you here come hang out I haven't even bought my tickets yet whatever i've got passes. my tickets
2: i am going to be there 100% going to be I'll there i will be there and,
1: or I'll and be we'll at the 100% other do a
2: meet up we'll 100% be having a nation of the co- nation of the conversation <laughs> nation of the conversation uh, no. meet up we'll will be happening we'll 100% have a
1: meet up somewhere in Los Angeles for sure it'll be outdoors yep. where we can all breathe Um, We'll have like a meetup or something for 100% sure. But in the meantime, let us know what your WrestleMania hopes and dreams are on our Facebook group via the links in the show notes. And when we come back, we got three things in wrestling we want to share with you. And that's up next on Tights and Fights.
4: Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Dr. Sydney McElroy. That, That is true. It's important in this context because we host... A medical history podcast called...
1: Sawbones. Sawbones.
4: Oh, I thought we were going to... We shouldn't have worked on that. Sawbones. Sawbones isn't afraid to ask the hard-hitting questions. Like, are vaccines as safe and reliable as they want us to believe? Yes. Do I have to get a flu shot? Yes. Uh, okay. Is science a miracle? No. We have a lot of great history for you and a lot of laughs. And sometimes the history is so bad that there's no laughs.
1: But... You'll learn something, you'll feel something.
4: And it's always sawbones. That's right. Every week on MaximumFun.org. Bites and Bites.
1: Welcome back to Tights and Bites. I am Danielle Radford and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Gilk. This week, we're going to share some of the joy of wrestling with you. This... Is the three count. Watch
0: my three count. One, two, three. You're That
1: was sick. Oh, I do love that so much. Lindsay Kelk.
2: What you putting over this week? You know, there were like 10,000 things I wanted to put over because they all brought me joy and they weren't all "Ah, ah, R-R-R. So I'm going to not mention that Which is wild
1: because that is
2: everything. Yeah. Should be all we're talking about. There were two things specifically. One is very, very, very specifically about me. So I'm going to put over something else that everyone can enjoy. Uh, If you haven't seen the little clip that's doing the rounds of The Rock, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins <gasps> uh, speaking with G- Brian Gewurz, uh on Instagram. They're doing an Instagram live and they're all having a little chat, I guess, to promote Brian's new book that's coming out, which I can't remember the name of, uh, and they haven't sent us one, so whatever. Uh, but Brian Goertz was a writer at SmackDown and now he runs Seven Bucks Productions, I think, with The Rock, or he works at Seven Bucks Productions. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a little chat and um, they're talking about the time that The Shield powerbombed <laughs> The Rock uh, and made him bleed his own blood and Seth's reaction to it.
4: Roman looked down and was like, you okay, Uso? Call me brother and someone." I was like, and before I could answer, Seth was like, who gives a shit? He walked away.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was 10 years ago. I don't I don't have a full recollection of this memory. <laughs> um, you know, we did Powerbomb you twice. Once There's in tw- the dark through a table, and then another time we made you bleed your own blood.
2: The other thing that I want to put over was something I saw last night on Twitter. Which made me so happy. So Liv, Morgan and Shotzi have been having a Twitter back and forth. Mm -hmm. Liv posted some things and like, oh, my arm hurts, but I'll be ready for Shayna at Clash in the Castle. And then Shotzi responded to this and like, oh, no, my arm hurts, but I'll be ready. Like, shut up, Liv. We know that your arm is fine. And then Liv responds to Shotzi saying if you wanted to wrestle, you just had to say like silly bonnie, basically. I'm paraphrasing, there was no silly bunny. So then Shotzi replies to her saying, even if you had four arms and a tentacle, you'd still lose. Also saw these on Amazon Amazon Amazon? Amazon and thought you desperately need them. <laughs> and it is a tongue scraper. To which Liv Morgan replied,
1: <laughs> "God, that's so, so fucking
2: funny, right?" So Liv Morgan God, that's then so replied,
1: "I always wondered. I was like, did she do a? Did she eat a warhead before she went out? Yeah, like, she's how doing did the blue work? lollipop.
2: Remember, she used to come yeah. out with the lollipop. I think." But Liv replies to Shotzi, saying, what a thoughtful queen. I actually did some shopping for you too. You know, the next time you deactivate your Twitter. And it is a screenshot of a book called The Insecure Girls Handbook, which is written by a friend of mine (laughs) called Olivia Purvis. Uh, And Liv is an influencer (laughs) in the UK who is just like one of the nicest humans in the whole wide world. And (laughs) she runs a a social media-based club called The Insecure Girls Club on Instagram, which is just like a really lovely place where broadly women are, you know, women, and identifying people can go and be like, oh, everything's not as wonderful as we seem. Everyone's a little insecure sometimes. Here's, you know, a comfortable, nice spot on the internet where things are good. But she has a book called The Insecure Girl's Handbook and <laughs> Liv posted it. And I like, it is the perfect Venn diagram for me and possibly only me. <laughs> so I immediately sent it to my Liv uh, to let her know she's been pulled in the middle of a Twitter view. <laughs> and she's delighted by the whole thing. I've told her that they should bring her out for WrestleMania. She's owed and also maybe she should send them both a copy of the book. It's great. I recommend it.
1: I'm going to buy that now. Like, legitimately. Live and
2: live. Live and live coming together. I, I, there's a tag team in the offing. I, I just think <laughs> it's right there. It's low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit, Liv Morgan. Liv squared.
1: <laughs> it's Great. Love this. So for me, speaking of things that are just in the Venn diagram of things that I love that are tangentially um, related to wrestling, for a Bizarre Magazine, Bad Bunny, they did like a whole section of our favorite wrestler, Bad Bunny. They did a whole interview with him and him, like, he's dressing in drag. He's talking about all the drag performances he's done. There was a video that I sent definitely to the Tights and Fights group chat uh, a few weeks ago where he's like, like, uh, uh, he, you know how wrestler wrestlers, but he is my favorite wrestler, one of my favorite wrestlers, um, but you know how, um entertainers, performers will bring someone up on stage and, like, dance with them. So there was someone up on stage with him. I think it was for, like, a Pride weekend. And it was, like, a dude. And dude uh, is kind of dancing, throwing it back a little bit. And Bad Bunny is like, yeah, I'm going to grind with you because this is where we're at right now. And so there's, like, this, the, the photography in this is amazing. It's about Bad Bunny talking about being who he is And um, it's just really good. And it's very um, affirming. And I don't think in this he's very much like, I'm queer or I'm this or I'm that. But it's very much him being like, I'm going to be whomever the fuck I want to be at that moment. And whatever that is, I'm going to be that 100 percent, which, again, we have seen in his wrestling. Go check that out. And hey, Tal's not here this week. So that means, Julian, you get to have an opinion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, normally I just rearrange your guys' words to make it match my opinion. Uh, no, um,
1: You I mean, can do it, right. and none of us would do a damn thing. <laughs> no, you're actually right very often. I, I've heard the raw of these episodes.
4: <laughs> yeah, all that thing that, like, you guys thought that that was them, like, taking the piss out of me whenever they compliment me. No, it's just me taking <laughs> around the words to make it sound Julian like, Julian you know.
1: is my favorite <laughs> bodybuilder. <laughs>
4: I've been very fascinated by the uh, the arc of Triple H's career, mm. the person for whom I believe they invented the term golden shovel uh, mm. for the longest time just being, I feel like, a, a someone who everybody just thought like held down every single, he had like Hulk Hogan reputation of like, mm. I will build my castle to the expense of everybody else and screw you if you disagree with me. Um, so it is crazy for me to see him completely redeemed, I feel like in the <laughs> eyes of the internet where he is now just... The person who will make everybody's dreams come true, um, whether that's putting on TV shows that we like or <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bar is so low. Yeah, you could step right, right over low. it. You could step but right over this'll, it. This'll
4: this will raise it a little bit. Yeah. There's this account that WWE has called WWE Recruit, and it's basically just their like, um, you know, their outreach program of like when tryouts are. And there is a video that they put out shortly after SummerSlam of Triple H Um, after the tryouts were over, him offering contracts to people, very American Idol-esque, and you can just see them all like crying. So I'll play uh, just the first one, a little bit of the first one so you guys can hear the emotion from them.
0: Your passion for it can lead to amazing things like this, where I offer you the opportunity to come to Orlando, Florida and start training with
1: us.
3: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so so much. See, is
0: that a yes?
4: <laughs> Emily, I so it's just like a lot of that, like eight minutes of that, of like these people going out and hugging their families and just okay. being like, "Thank you so much!" and "Oh they my goodness." They did not have to exactly... do it
2: like that with the piano. They
1: did not. Yeah, have no, to fuck that's us dirty. Like that <laughs> well, no, because that's what gets me to cry is when it's the sound. It's like the that is what. <laughs> That's what no. So I'm gonna watch this after we're done recording, and I'm gonna cry for eight minutes. Thank you all very much. Yeah, that does (laughs) it for this episode of Tights and Fights. Before I go, cry my fucking eyes out. Thank you, Julian. Um, This week, your hosts were my wonder twin, Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Does anyone have anything to plug this week that isn't RRR or the fact that RRR and Elvis? the movie should be a double feature. I mean, that's just a fact.
2: I don't even think it's something to plug. It's just a fact. It has everything to do with us. It's my favorite thing to say at all times. It has everything to do with us. Relevant to nothing. Jeff has asked me to stop saying it. He'll be like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, it has everything to do with us. Like, what time are we leaving for the airport next week? It has everything to do with us. It doesn't matter. It works everywhere. Apart from that, books. I got books. On a night like this, it's still 99p to download. as an ebook in the UK. You've got 99p. I mean, like if you're in the UK right now You have a round
1: pound uh, <laughs> Please download that Don't book. say round pound Don't a round say pound round pound around. Pound, pound. Pound. Why would you do that to me
2: Because it's a thing It's a thing I'm <laughs> No just... you guys don't call it a round pound It's a round you pound You do not It's got a round pound It's because it, it's round <laughs> A pound is round It's actually kind of like hexagonal now I don't know Anyway Got a round pound <laughs> Feel free For less than the cost of a cup of coffee Feel free to download I mean I think it says it like takes 6 hours to read so like download 6 hours of joy for yourself please for the love also, of god for the sake <laughs> of my
1: career <laughs> please download also, please book. find joy and I'm I'm going to you know uh uh I cuz I'm very selective when it comes to audiobooks cuz I'm like ah, it needs to be someone who I'm super into yeah the person True. doing the audiobook It's Carrie Hope rip. Fletcher
2: she's excellent she's Carrie excellent yeah she's great she played Cinderella in the Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, Cinderella West End show that was on recently.
1: Oh, my God. Yo, also, like, I think it's if you have Amazon or something for Audible, you get, like, one free. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So go get a yeah. book. Yeah. For me, I got to interview Tatiana Mezzelani. <gasps> um I know. We talked about her new audio teleplay thing called Power Trip. We talked about She-Hulk, obviously. We got into a little bit of Orphan Black. It was a long interview. Like, they gave me way too much time with her. And I'm like, you don't know who I am. I am a mess. They do know who you are, and that's why they gave you all that (laughs) time. Like, she's Fedia. Give her (laughs) all the time. It was really, really fun, and you can find that on Nerdist. And also, check out the Honest Trailers. We've talked about RRR a lot. We did an Honest Trailer for RRR. It's not really spoilsies, because you kind of can't spoil it. It's kind of a vibe. It's more about watching. It's like spoiling WrestleMania. Like, who cares? You have to actually watch it.
2: it. You can't do it. Probably yeah, it done. doesn't
1: matter if you spoil it because you have to like watch it and then you're like, oh, I get it. You have um, to live it. So- you have to live that movie. <laughs> so go check that out. Julian, do you have anything to plug? Um,
4: There should be a new episode of Go Fact Yourself out soon. Oh, yeah. Today, or like the day after this. So yeah, go listen to that. JV Club episode still coming out. So yeah, go do it.
1: Perfect. Our producer is One Pun Man julian perel our senior producer and maximum fun is laura swisher the swish hey boo michael eagle is the voice behind our theme music so obviously we're always putting him over for that thank you to all of the max Fun members that literally keep the show going we could not be doing this without you for as many years as we've been doing it thank you so much for all of your support and you can keep up with us all week on all of our social media channels in the show notes julian gets real spicy on that tights fights Twitter y'all I love it it's amazing um, and also speaking of the show notes that's where you can find the official tights and Bites t-shirt and we will be back next week for more and you guessed it wrestling
0: tights and Bites podcast tights and Bites.
4: maximumfun.org